Hey everybody, what's going on? Another week is upon us. Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Welcome to episode 44 of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. This week's OTC Player of the Week comes to us from Kentucky as Jemiah Byram of the Henderson County Colonels takes home the honors. Jemiah went 10 for 15 with two doubles, two triples, and two home runs while also going 5 for 5 in one of those games, hitting for the cycle and adding a second home run for good measures. Amazing job, Jemiah, and best of luck the rest of the season. On to this week's guest and we sat down and chatted with Softball Canada Hall of Famer and Newport, Nova Scotia native, Tim McCumber. Tim had an illustrious career as he won an ISC world title, a Canadian Senior Men's Championship, a gold medal at the 2003 Pan Am Games, been named All-Canadian four times, and a three ISC All-World teams, just to name a few. We talked to T-Mac about getting a start in the game down in Newport and the role his dad played in it, winning the Canadian Junior title with Lloyd Minster in 1991, how tough the ISC circuit was back in the day, as well as the honour of getting inducted into the Softball Canada Hall of Fame just one year after he retired. Tim was a pleasure to chat with, and I'm sure you're all going to enjoy this trip down memory lane with an absolute beauty from our home province. So as usual, grab that drink, sit back, relax, cause here we go. I've got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling, ain't never felt this freedom. I've got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. Here we go. Hey, buddy. How are you? <laughs> you beat me. <laughs> and I'm just going to say uh, to anybody that is listening right now, you should have seen the entrance. Hope you just had trying to get ready for this uh, <laughs> podcast with with his mic and, and uh, earphones. Uh, yeah, well, it was a struggle. Well, you're having a rough one today anyway, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I am a little bit uh, hungover, but uh, I said to Scope earlier today, uh, you know, when I turned 40, I said to myself, I just can't drink two days in a row. There's no way. Friday, Saturday, or whatever it yep. is. Well, Friday, I golfed the golf simulator with my buddy next door, and we got a, too many pops in, and woke up yesterday morning pretty hungover, and then we decided to go four-wheeling all day yesterday. Well, you have a few pops while you're four-wheeling, and then we went for family dinner, and then I had more pops at family dinner, and then I got home. It was probably nine o'clock. I'm like, man, I am toast. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> I woke up this morning with the biggest head on earth. And I had a busy day today. And it, I guess you did. I had, you know, one to two dome session with our guys, two to three dome session with the, all the kids. Then I just got off the ice. We had a 4.30 to 6 practice. And now we got podcast with Timmy Mack. Yes, sir. Yeah. Good day, though. It was a lot oh, yeah. of fun today. Yeah, we were talking about before we went on. Scope was throwing BBs today. Man, right? yeah, I'm so impressed. And I sat with him in the parking lot before we went for practice today. And <laughs> he said he was talking with John Stewart and what they expect of him for Team Canada stuff. And and Scope, the guy's a workhorse. He's not yep. stopped working all winter long. Yep. And I actually carried that over into the the practice uh, with the young kids today, just letting them know, you know, that big guy that was pitching there, mm. he pr- pitches three times a week, and he wants to make Team Canada, and he wants to go to Argentina. He wants to represent his country, his province, his community. Yeah. The guy is a workhorse, man. Oh, I love yeah. the guy. Oh, I'm yeah. super proud of him. Oh, 100. Like, and he broke 80 twice today, and man, they were gassy. I guess they were. Oh, and it's April. 
And it's April. Exactly. He told me his goal is 85. Yeah. Can you imagine? That's nuts. <laughs> I can't even drive 85 without getting dizzy. I know. That's crazy. But yeah. Yeah. No, like being behind with the radar there today. Yeah. When he, when he did the 79 and then he did the 80, I was like, yeah. holy Jesus. He was gassed too, yeah. man. I know. He was like, holy shit. Wasn't it funny when he was trying to get uh, 80 there that last And he finally one? did. <laughs> <laughs> they threw his glove in the air. Yeah. Uh, Panted. I will say, though, David Watson as well. Yeah. And he's being consistent. His pitches are getting stronger every time. Yep. He's. I know his first session, he was like 63, 64. Then he was getting mm. up to 67. He got up to 71 at one point. Mm -hmm. So he's doing very well as well. Yep, for sure. Future. Future, future the Dons. Future's bright. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Anyway, we get uh, a local guy on, Timmy finally. Mack, yeah. Timmy Mack on today. Yeah. Timmy McCumber. Uh, we had the pleasure of, you know, we... We got to play a little bit with Timmy there with yeah. the Elks in 2007, I believe it was. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit, uh, where he hit that home run in Shuby. We'll bring that up to him. That's still going? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I actually uh, got to play with Timmy a bit, too. I played um, I played a year with him. I went to Nationals at St. Thomas with the Mulgrave Eagles. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, what was the other time? Uh, I don't even remember, man. I'm so drunk right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've, I mean, I grew up playing with Tim. Tim yeah. was always very competitive. Yeah. Um, he went on to bigger and better than I did, which was, was great for him, but, uh, always, always followed his career. He's a good guy. Yeah. So yeah. if I see him, we talk, so it's good. Yeah. I got to play a couple years of hockey with him in, oh, yeah, in the right. commercial league. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got to see that, that side of him too, so which, uh, yeah. it's always fun to sit down and have a beer with the Timmy and oh, know, shoot for the sure, for sure. Great. So, yeah. uh, anyway, this should be a, be a good one. Let's, uh, let's get to him. All right. Sounds good, man. All right, here we go. T-Mac, thanks for coming on the podcast, pal. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. How are you, Marietta, and the kids making out? Oh, all good here up in Toronto, uh, living the dream. Right on. How, how old's uh, Morgan and Keegan now? Morgan's 23 and graduating from X here in a month, and uh, Keegan's 17, and Donna King's Edge Hill are about to graduate grade uh, 12. Holy shit, you're fucking Jeez. old. <laughs> Time flies, man. Time flies. It's crazy. I can man, I can remember Keegan being being around yeah. the ball field there in 2007 when you played a little bit with the Elks with us. Yeah. Just a, a yeah, little runt right. running around there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a few years since then, guys. Yeah. No question. So what have you been up to? How do you you're into coaching hockey now, are you? Uh yeah. And coaching some hockey. I coached ball for a little while out in uh, North River, but uh, he can get a little older now, so uh, he out green. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually the way. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so what, uh, was it, uh, was it fast pitch, was it? Yes, we had a, we had a fast pitch team with uh, all around the 03 age group uh, all the way until I think you... 15 he decided he was going to switch over to baseball oh, okay yeah that's that happens. uh well that seems to be way around here i mean there's it is, yeah. seems to be a bunch of baseball programs popping up here and there yeah yeah, in the Toronto area, it's, uh, baseball's so big, and you just uh, you know through hockey, you accumulate some buddies and yeah, we, uh, we flip them over to uh, baseball or against my uh, <laughs> advice. But uh, he was getting to an age where it was his uh, his decision. Yeah, yeah, that's good. As long as you're doing something, anyway, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah, staying out of trouble. 
Yeah, that's right. Exactly, exactly. So what, uh, the whole King's Edge Hill, how did, uh, how did that come about? Uh, actually, uh, through, through hockey, uh, Ryan Hillier contacted us through the summer and watched him play a bit uh, throughout uh, uh, last uh, hockey season. Right on. And, uh, yeah, and then, you know, I, I guess uh, hockey was a part of it. The biggest reason was uh, class size academics. He wanted to uh, get into university, which he just found out he's in. So That's good. Nice. All worked out. Yeah. That's good. Good Excellent. stuff. That's a pretty uh, pretty big program down there. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, very, uh, very well respected. No question. Yeah, it's a great program. It's too bad, uh, you know, uh, obviously we didn't get to do the travel that they would typically do uh, yeah, yeah. down there for hockey. But uh, great coaches and uh, can't say enough about the program. Uh, he really enjoyed it and he's just uh, enjoying the entire experience down there. That's good. Excellent. Anyway, on to, uh, on to your career. With every guest we ask, uh, tell us when and where you got your start in the game. Oh, well, that's an easy one for me, uh, being from the Newport area. Um, we all grew up watching our dad play, and, uh, you know, uh, like small, small town Nova Scotia, like like you guys know, you, you grow up uh, around a ball field, and, yeah. and of course, uh, a community rink, and, uh, you know, my, my dad, uh, his, uh, all of his buddies he played ball with, uh, it was a uh, pretty, pretty cool uh pretty cool uh, setup they had down there they they basically were around the rinks or around the ball fields together uh year round and uh yeah. you know that's sort of watching them and uh you know the other thing i guess is what I, that got me into it uh, was uh they always included us as kids uh they, they had us out on the field and <laughs> yeah. it was uh, just a lot of fun that's good. Yeah, that's a that's usually the way. Like yeah. when they when they include the kids, that's usually the way they you know they they get their love for the game, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I can still remember Reed Lauder being a, a great player in that uh, in, in that era. He uh, he was sort of player coach, and I I can remember him saying to uh, all the all the players, uh, it's Tim and, and uh, Kevin Harvey's turn, and they're they're hitting and. <laughs> oh, yeah. He made sure that we 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 got the the, the rips and uh, time in the field and uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, fantastic. So what was the what was the minor ball program like growing up there in Newport? Oh, again, uh, just you know, ball ball in the summer, hockey in the winter. Yeah, almost the same guys uh, year round. Uh, it's. Uh, you know, it was a pretty big program down in Newport uh, for for such a small area, and and again, it's it's like this all over Nova Scotia, but uh, yeah. these real communities really buy into the uh, you know the buy into the softball, and uh, it uh, you know it, it, it uh, made for some really fun summers when uh, when we were young. Yeah, it's unfortunate now that there's no program down there. <laughs> yeah, Isn't yeah, it? you know that, that was uh, that was. Sad, sad to see, yeah. uh, you know that those fields. I, I, I don't think get used quite as often as they did, no. and uh, you know it's a it's a shame. I mean, uh, when when I was a kid in uh, in the Newport area, it was just uh, it, it was thriving. They they had multiple teams in every division, and uh, yeah. obviously East Hans and Highland Park, Anaganish. Yeah. He seems to play against, and uh, that's uh, it's, it's really too bad to, to it see is. Uh, 
to see it, uh, you know, falling apart. Yeah. But it's also fun to, you know, to think back, you know, in the 80s and 90s, like us growing up, how how much ball there was, how many teams there were. Like it was like even in Brookfield, our host league that we had, yeah. we'd have, we'd had eight teams. Like, yeah. and, and. Well, all the kids played. Yeah. Everybody played, especially in the small communities. Yeah, exactly. They all played. Yeah. So, I mean, it's always nice thinking back and, you know, remembering that. Be nice to get back to that. And, you know, I I think what made ball relevant in so many areas is uh, they they had, uh, you know, local senior teams where they they looked up to different players. uh, And, you know, know, it's, it's, it's not unlike hockey where, you know, there's, you know, they're not, not watching the players on TV, but they're certainly at the fields watching and yeah. uh, have their favorite players. And that's what uh, you need to grow. That's why I think what you guys are doing out in these fans with shooters is fantastic. And Great. I'm really hoping that uh, you guys get lots of kids out and uh, those kids turn into uh, ball players. Yeah, so for they, sure. You know, really, that, really hope that we can salvage this. Yeah, that's definitely our goal with the Shooters League is because there's quite a group of the U16, U19, U23 that are all coming up that need places to play after the fact. And that's why we have this league so that they can play in that league and then hopefully make the senior Mastodons team or, or go on to something different. And uh, it's been working pretty well for us. It's just that I hope at the minor ball level, like the eight, nine, 10 year olds that they continue to, uh, to play as we're losing a lot to baseball right now. Damn yeah, it's a shame, but uh, I know in your guys' area, you guys have some great, uh, great coaches. It uh, seems like uh, you see one group go through a division uh, with a really good coach, and then yeah. uh, you know you you look and uh, there's there's another uh, uh, good coach, former player that's uh, working with the next age group. So uh, that's, that's right. certainly what the, what the game needs. Yep, yep, for yeah. sure. Right, speaking of coaches, yeah, let's talk about Lolly. I mean, <laughs> sorry, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, speaking about coaches, T-Mac, uh, is there any in the younger years you know that uh, that you know that would have helped you along the way? Well, I, I think first and foremost would be my dad. Mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, and I, I can still remember him catching me. And uh, Dad was a great hitter and he was a, a great pitcher, but uh, he wasn't all that athletic and I remember I, I had to have good control because I had to go if, if I didn't throw right I had to chase it down so <laughs> that's how I learned to, to hit spots <laughs> but uh, yeah certainly, certainly my my dad and, and again just all of the friends being around the ball field uh, you know uh, different you know Reed Mothers Garnet Harvey these guys just giving you tips uh, you know when, when we were younger and, uh, um you know, as I get a little bit older, uh, and, and, you know, certainly owe a lot to Tommy Doucette, mm-hmm. yeah. who uh, was, was certainly a, a huge impact in my career. Um, you know, not only, like, his skill set, but just your demeanor on the field and, you know, how, you know, how, how to be a, a leader. Um, yeah. So, you know, I had him for... Oh, I think four, three or four years as a, as a coach, him and Frank Harlow, and they, they were fantastic. And, and sort of for, for Ball, the first that, you know, 
it was the you you weren't just a good ball player you were an athlete and uh, yeah. you, you had to carry your, your uh, self a certain way and uh, yeah I certainly owe a lot of credit uh, in my career to Tommy so yeah that's nice I had Tommy in 97 for Canada games and yeah, he was absolutely amazing I, yeah. I love Tommy yeah uh, well, I, I think oh. ever, anyone that ever played for him would, would just have nothing but great things to say that's right oh yeah yeah he's just awesome <laughs> bottom line yeah uh, bottom line <laughs> uh, it's speaking of Canada games 1989 you'd represent Nova Scotia in, in Saskatoon that uh that must have been pretty big eye-opening experience for you yeah you know uh just getting to an event where uh it's not just ball you know it was uh you know, watching the other sports, uh, had you know had some friends that were uh, at at the games uh, in other sports. Getting to watch them uh, in Saskatoon was uh, was was great. How was the uh, how how did you guys fare out? Um, you know, we we uh, we were just the victim of, of losing a, a, a couple of really close games. I remember. Uh, uh, Quebec, and I believe uh, it was like it was like I think a game to get to but uh, we went. Oh, it was, and my memory is not the greatest. I should, uh, yeah, we know that started with that, but <laughs> you're, you're, you know, uh, you're no Todd Martin, <laughs> no, 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 it was the fifth pitch of the third but, inning against the left handed state. Yeah. No, that's not me, but uh, no, I certainly remember us uh, going, geez, I think it was nine or ten innings with them, and you know, I, I remember, I think Mike Miller hit a home run, uh, in the in the top of the eighth and looked like we were going to win and then we scored and back <laughs> at it again. It was, it was an unreal game, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, we, we had a great team. We just, uh, ran into, you know, just a couple of tight games then. And I, uh, maybe it was Andy Jackson in Ontario who eventually won it, who, uh, we just, uh, we just couldn't win those one, one run game. Yeah. It's tough. Uh, Andy's but, pretty, but Andy's pretty great. Great experience. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Wow, wow. Andy, Andy in those days, his his mechanics. It was just uh, he, he was uh, he was fun to watch. Yeah, no doubt. So in '91, you'd win uh, Junior Nats in Newfoundland with Lloyd Minster, Alberta. Uh, kind of a two part question here. First one's: How did you end up? How how did playing for them all come about? Uh I guess uh, the the Nationals a year before. Um, they had a few spots to fill. They had some uh, some year, some guys uh, from winning it the year before that it had aged out, and uh, just uh, conversation with uh, Colin Abbott and Andy actually um, chatted with me. Uh, I guess when the Canadians were all over um, about going out, and that uh, was a, it was a tough decision. Obviously, I was. Um, leaving a pretty good program, but I just thought it was too big of an opportunity to pass up, uh, you know, when, you know, there were, there were goals that I had for myself and, uh, I just, uh, I just thought it was something I needed to do. And as it turned out, it was a, it was a bit of a springboard for me. So, uh, uh you know, a, a, a great decision, I, I think. Um, but again, a, a top one, leaving all your body. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, now they had a bit of a dynasty run there when in, when in four straight, um, that must yeah. have been, you know, pretty cool feeling when you're first ever national, so. 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, we uh, we we had a we had an unreal team out there, and uh, I mean, just uh, you know, just just having Colin Abbott and Andy Jackson on the same team at that uh, at that <laughs> stage uh, was was uh, almost enough to win. But we we also had a, a ton of depth, uh, a lot of good local guys, and uh, well, Dave Norris from Saskatoon. Um, you know, we. We uh, we had a strong team. I, I, well, we played the host team in the final, uh, which which Kingo uh, played for. Oh, is that right? Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, but uh, it was uh, yeah. Uh, I, I believe it ended up as a as a mercy rule. But, I mean, it, it was a it was a windy, cold week out there, from what I remember. So not not were, Newfoundland, what? Newfoundland? Not Newfoundland. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I can remember you know some games where you know you you, you think you hit a bomb and it's uh, you know the wind blew it into second base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and your hands were broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so what was that? What was that like uh, seeing Abby? Uh, you know, play it when he was that age. Well, you could certainly see that he was uh, he was elite. Yeah. Um, just uh, never too high, never too low. He just uh, had the perfect demeanor as a hitter, and uh, you know, if if you made him look bad, um, you could almost count on the next time he was up, he was going to get a hit. hit. Like yeah. he just and and clutch, but just. Mm-hmm. You know, even at a young age, um, and I was fortunate enough to play with Colin. Um, uh, was it the next one? A couple of years later in Green Bay as well. And again, we were we were both young, um, but uh, just to get to chat with him after games, and you know, sit, have a beer, and he was usually icing a knee or something like part of his body. But <laughs> yeah. we, we 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 tend to go hitting, and uh, you know, I don't think there's any better to chat with about hitting than uh, than Colin. And again, even at a young age, because <laughs> he was like a forty year old man even when he was young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did he did he talk to you? And, uh, Sorry, did he talk to you at all about uh, towing up like outside of a bar with flip flops on? <laughs> like you did with Marty? <laughs> no, but I could tell you a funny story. Uh, yes, please do. About uh, about Colin uh, uh, and Lloyd Minster. We were in a tournament. Uh, I'm going to say it was in Edmonton. Um, and Colin was pitching. And <laughs> I don't know if Colin pitched much after this game, but he, he, he had this bent elbow thing where he kept knocking his hat off. And the umpire actually started calling it an, an illegal pitch. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Abby actually had to come out of the game, and I was going in, and he looked at me when he grabbed the ball. When I grabbed the ball from him, he said, "I'm done pitching." <laughs> he, he may have pitched the game after that, but I I'm not sure. I, I don't, don't I don't remember him ever pitching, but he he could not keep that hat on. He kept knocking it off and. Finally, had to come out of the game. Fuck, Owen Meyer would have been done a long time ago because his hat flies off his head every time he pitched. <laughs> oh, shit. I was, was going to bring up Owen too. Yeah. Oh, man. Love you, Owen. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, shit. So, uh, so T Mac, when, when did you join the senior ranks here, like, you know, locally? Um, I think oh, that's a great. Oh, you know what? Uh, right of a junior, I played. Uh, one season with Glace Bay. Oh, wow. Myself and Dwayne Miller. 
Okay. And Stan Henniger all would travel up to uh, to Glace Bay. And uh, the, I think there were the Glace Bay Air Atlantics. Oh, wow. Yep. I can remember and, them playing uh, the Elks. Yeah, yeah. A ton, ton of fun. Um, du- uh, Dwayne and I were, were young and uh, a lot of veteran guys. There was Gerald Fitzgerald, Wayne Clyke, Stan Henniger, obviously. Yeah. Uh, wow. You know, good Good team, good bunch of guys. We we had a blast, and uh, uh, we went up to Thetford Mines that year and made some noise. And that uh, yeah, was a, a fun season. Man, I can so. I can totally remember Glace Bay coming to play the Elks. You know, oh, yeah. like every like well, not every weekend, but I mean yeah. when they'd have the the tournaments and stuff there. And and I can remember Gerald Fitzgerald pitching against the Elks. And Is that right? man, he could bring it. Yeah. He could hit too. Yeah. Time. That, that year, he hit some balls that I didn't think you could hit a ball that far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when uh, I think the, the Elks would have had uh, Dale Ryan and Walter Fanning and and you know Mike Henderson, Robbie Cook. Mm. That, that was around that time, and man, that was fun time to watch ball. Yeah, and I I, I think I missed most of those years. The, the only time I remember playing against. Uh, Brookfield when they had all of those guys and actually Dale pitched was uh, a tournament in Brookfield and I was uh, with the Canada Games team. Okay. okay. And I remember because uh, <laughs> you know a, a lot of guys in the last four uh, year career uh, you know have you ever been, been just totally overmatched by a guy and <laughs> I can say you know I, I faced the hardest throwers in the game and I, I you know I never really felt like I couldn't get a hit Except for that game, if <laughs> 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 you throw one like a, a pee or a golf ball, what is that? Is like you, like uh, all I could do is flinch. But I, I still remember uh, Mike Miller actually hit a home run in that game, and I believe we actually won that game one nothing. Wow! Wow! Was yeah, it was pretty, uh, pretty, pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll never forget uh, like the first pitch, uh, and that's probably the only game I've ever played against Dale, and I just. I just remember, you know, you're you're waiting for it to come in, and and you you know you're you're starting, you're uh, you're starting, you're swinging, and it's just, whoa, what what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that happen before. Just, he threw it too hard. Yeah, man, he was a he was a big man. Oh yeah. Oh, it seemed like he was right on top of you. Yeah. Now, uh, 1993, you'd play for Green Bay Alcar at the ICs and uh, finish ninth, but you'd be named your first ever all world team. What, uh, what do you remember about that ISC tournament? Oh yeah, we were, we were, even though the Wisconsin classic league, uh, you know, that, that league in itself, it, it was amazing. That, that was, that was the season that I had my eyes open, <laughs> like it, yeah. just to see, you know, what was really out there. And, uh, uh, we, we were actually, uh, named the host team. So, Huge crowds, a uh, ton of ton of atmosphere, just electric around the ball field and uh, in Kimberly, Wisconsin. And uh, we we just we got on a roll. Like we uh, we we started beating teams, and uh, you know our, our middle of the order was was uh, hitting. I believe Colin was three, I was four, and uh, I believe we had Kevin Harvey at the top of the order, and he had a good tournament. Uh, and, and we just and, and Hayden. Smith was was throwing really well. Hayden uh, is, uh, is a Kiwi, and uh, yeah, we just got on a roll. 
we've, yeah, we finished in the, in the top 10, which mm. I think was a pretty good accomplishment for, for us. We had a lot of young guys, uh, you know, uh, I would say half of our team was under 25. So wow. Colin, Scott Mercer, Kevin Harvey, myself, that would have all been, uh, I guess, 23, 23, 24. So a really young group, but, uh, you know, we, we just, we just had a, a played over our heads that week. And, you know, that th- those are, those early nineties, there were so many good teams at the ISC. Mm. It was just, you know, every team had a top end pitcher and, uh, you know, finishing in the top 10 was, uh, was actually a, a pretty big feat. Then. Yeah. Huge accomplishment. Well, that's what I was actually going to ask you, like back in the, before the tournament, the format changed just how tough was it you know to even make the top 10 well it was one oh, two yeah. barbecue it was, wasn't it, it was, yeah yeah it, it was insane unless you had darren zach who could just uh, lose the first one and yeah. then win 12 yeah, in a row win three to the final no problem <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it, no it was nearly impossible um you know you you had to you, you couldn't take anything lightly and uh you know a, a run in the a run in the losers bracket, you you better have a lot of pitchers. Yeah. It was a fun format. I really liked it. Um I, I enjoyed I don't know how many years I, I played in it before it switched, but uh I, I just you know, I'm a traditionalist and I uh, that that's the way I started in the IMC and that, that was just uh you know, that, that that was a format that I enjoyed. It just put so much pressure on every game, on every at bat, on every game. Yeah, but I mean at <laughs> You know, not to take away from, you know, people winning it today, but I mean, with that old, old format, like that goes to show, you know, what, what kind of champion you really were. Oh, yeah, it was, uh, it, it was a, uh, you, you, like I said, you couldn't take any games off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it just every, every pitch was important. And, uh, and, and again, just there were, like, you know, there were 20 unbelievable teams, and then the other ones were pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. You know, you, you didn't go there and know who your top five teams would be. You, you didn't know. I mean, just the league, then you had the Wisconsin Class, Classic League, the, the Northwest, uh, Ontario, of course. Uh, it's just so many uh, great leagues. And, you know, when I just – you know, just thinking back to the Wisconsin Classic League that year, you know, the farm had Jody Henniger and Graham Robertson. We had Hayden Smith, Eric uh, Roberts, uh, uh, or Mike Roberts, uh, and Steve Jackson were with the Denmark Duke. Uh, <laughs> just so many good pitchers in that yeah. uh, in that league. It was. Uh, yeah, it was amazing. You know, I, I talked about uh, sitting around having a beer, talk, breaking down games with Colin and Kevin and Scott Mercer in those days. I, I can remember, like, halfway through the season, like, we're talking about how many times we struck out. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> you, know, you, go to, you go down to Decatur and you're facing Chuck Tangaroa or uh, uh, Rob Scheller. Yeah. It, Every game you went to, you know, you played Salt Lake City, you played played Meredith, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, wow. but, I, but I really think, you know, uh, probably the reason that I made that All World team in my first year was because I took a lot of lumps throughout the uh, season and just at bat three, like coming back to the dugout, wow, I can't hit that guy. Mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's a, that's a good message to, you know, younger guys, you know, if you're, if you're struggling against really good players, I mean, by the end of the season, it could pay off. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, when I look at that season, that was uh, a pretty humbling first, uh, first half of the season. And really, when you, when you look at, I think New Zealand did it best where they just get the young guys involved at the top level uh, at a young age. And I'm sure they'll, they'll, uh, they'll struggle a bit. Um, but they, but they catch up. And, yeah. you know, when you look at uh, what's happened over in Newfoundland, getting those young guys at bats against top end pitching so mm. that they will get there. Yeah. Um, We're not talking know, about I, I know that season for, yeah. They win nationals like twice a year, don't they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They are so freaking good. They are good. Yeah. I actually like them. <laughs> They're my second favorite team. Anyway, we're going to jump ahead a little bit here. Uh, 1998, you'd win uh silver medal with the Halifax Keys on, on home soil in St. Croix. How awesome, you know, was that week for you considering you grew up very close to that ballpark? Yeah. You know, I, I even remember the season before, uh, you know, a lot of the bid committee, uh, th- that was my family, basically my my uncle and uh, uh, cousins. They were they were sort of in- involved in the in the bid process. Oh yeah, and uh, you know I-, I can still remember. I think we were in uh, BC, um, then then winning the uh, the bid to host, and then it was just like. Wow, can can we do that here? Like, do we do we have the facility? Do we, you know, uh, I, I was a little bit uh, nervous, but wow, they they uh, they they just killed it. I mean, uh, the the host committee, you know, I was pretty proud to be a part of it. Obviously, I I would have liked the uh, ending to be a little bit different, but uh, you know, the, the just the whole week was uh, it, it was just a great week. Yeah. Tim, one thing I want to ask, and I know it's kind of a touchy subject, but we've talked about it before with a couple other guys on the podcast. That that year when, you know, the Keys kind of, I guess, parted ways with a couple of different players, and you know who I'm talking about, and the Jaguars formed, how, how did that make you feel? I, and I've wondered this a long time that I never, ever asked you that. And you can be very honest because nobody listens to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Um, I, I don't know what I'm, what I'm willing to say, but I'm willing not no, to say. Yeah. Other than, you know, uh, we, we had a heated rivalry for an entire season. Um, but, you know, after games, um, you know, it, it was almost a completely evenly divided uh, Canada games team that we had. Yeah. Uh, you know, half went one way, half went the other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I remember like just the, the whole process, uh, you know, uh, um, I'm not really sure how the conversations, obviously Rand Kellogg led a lot of the conversations as far as yeah. players staying, players going. I didn't get too, too involved in the whole thing. Um, you know, obviously when you're trying to host a tournament, you you like to know what you have and what you don't have <laughs> yeah. for, for players. So it was really difficult. Uh, you know, obviously the first year of the Jaguars, Gerald Musler played for us. 
Yeah. Mm. We went out to BC for the Nationals, and he got a legal like <laughs> a legal pitch. He was calling him a legal legal pitch before he caught the ball back from the catcher. Yeah. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> it, and I and I remember it was him, Jody Hunter, and I. And Jody had to leave. I believe the ASA was going on at the same time, so he couldn't. Uh, I think he had to leave Friday night. Oh wow! So uh, yeah, so you know, going into the playoffs, it just left uh, Musi and I, and um, you know, I, I can remember Musi and I going to the umpire in chief and saying, "Because because we needed him." And, yeah. Uh, and uh, just saying, okay, what, what do you guys want to see? Like, let, let's fix this. And, uh, you know, we tried again, and, you know, they, they weren't having any of it, um, you know, which, which was a, a shame, um, especially when you look at how well he threw uh, the next year. But, uh, yeah. you know, I, I will say when, when he went over to the Jags, he, he called me. He was, you know, he was a, a real pro about it. And, uh, yeah. you know, when I, when I look at that, you know, team change for him he uh that, that was a springboard for him so oh absolutely you know, uh, he, he uh obviously had a great career and uh, uh again you know i, I I'll, I'll never forget the call that uh, i had from him and just uh the, the chat and fully understand it, the uh the, the switch um but uh you know, it still still makes it uh, difficult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially yeah, yeah. when he almost no hits you in the final. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. He's, pretty special. You know, when when you when you look at when you look back, you know, to have two Nova Scotia teams in the final. Yeah. So incredible. many friends on both sides, but certainly, you know, we we competed hard against uh, one one another. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, when it, when I look back at that tournament, it was that entire maritime fast pitch league, like. Yeah. You know, Summerside had a great team. Fredericton had a great team. Yeah. Uh, you know, East Hans, uh I I think, uh, and, and maybe you guys know, uh, I think it was like six out of the top nine finishers were from the Maritime. I think league, you're right. Uh, yep. Yeah. And yeah, it was, you know, it was just an amazing league. And, it uh, was. You know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, just, you know, a lot of weekends came down to uh, us and the Jags who, I guess the, the 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 funny part about the whole thing is we probably had all the success all year until that last game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. The way it goes, eh? Yeah, yeah. Barry, yeah. Barry, Barry, Barry hits a solo shot and and Musi uh, pitches a gem. So yeah. that's tough. Yeah, yeah, it'll have to go down as uh, the most important, uh, biggest uh, hit in uh, softball Nova Scotia history. That's oh, correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Actually, I gotta I gotta bring up a funny story from your your time with the Keys because uh, <laughs> I remembered this. You actually you have one career home run off me. You know that it must have been just one at bat then. Anyway. <laughs> I think it was. It was. I think it was one at bat. <laughs> I hope I I hope I was one for one. It, you were. It was ninety seven. My Canada Games year. We were uh, we had, we had a tournament in Chuby. And, uh, this is actually a really funny story. And I, everybody wanted me to get this story out on the podcast. So Forever. I think, I think this is the best time to do it because you're a part of it. <laughs> anyway, the, the night before the night before we had, uh, we were playing against, uh, I think it was Wicogama. Phil Martin was playing with yeah. them and, and, uh, Robert Bernard, uh, Robert. Yeah. They had, you yeah. know, fairly good team. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Arcana games. Yeah. yeah. I, I threw that game and, uh, 
at that time, like me and Brooks being from Brookfield, we were, we were on the team and, and a bunch of the Brookfielders came down to watch and, uh, and Troy Sutherland was there. And he, he said to me, he's like, Randy, for every, every strikeout you get, I'll give you $2. <laughs> so that was the same night. There was a, there was a party that they used to have here in East Hans called Gaten's party. It was an o- outdoor, <laughs> roast. Yeah, outdoor concert and everything. Yeah. And, and I was staying down in East Hans for the night. So in my head, I'm like, well, Jesus, if I can get, have a good game, I, I'm going to get enough money to buy some beer here. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I go out, I, I struck out 14 <laughs> and, and Troy proceeded to give me $28. And at the time, a two, four was like 30 bucks. <laughs> so, so anyway, go to this party that night to got my two, four. And anyway, I woke up in a ditch at six o'clock in the morning <laughs> and lost my glasses. <laughs> so we get to the field and Tommy calls us in for our huddle before we even get on the field. And I'm not thinking I'm, I'm throwing at all because I had thrown the night before and, and, you know, Tommy's usually pretty, yeah. you know, with his rotation, you, you pretty much know what you're, <laughs> what you're going to get. But we were playing you guys in the semifinals and uh, Tommy's like, all right, we're going to go with uh, all four pitchers today. Uh, Randy, you're starting. <laughs> well, there was a, there was a collective, like you could hear people like kind of like going, <laughs> like laughing to themselves. And I was like, Oh my God. So I'm out warming up and, uh, it's like eight 30. Cause it was a nine o'clock in the morning game. And, uh, it's like eight 30 and Jamie Wentworth comes out and he just, he's like, uh, so tell me what happened. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he's like, well, first of all, he goes, you're throwing without your glasses and you're sweating like a crazy person and it's 830 in the morning and it's only like 10 degrees out. So anyway, I was like, uh, I was like, yeah. And you know what Jamie's like? Jamie's like, oh, okay, whatever. Oh, yeah. He's like, he wanted to know who was with me, but I wouldn't give that up. And I think he appreciated that. Good teammate. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we start the game and Greg McDonald was catching me. And he's like, so what are we going to do with signs? Because I couldn't see. I couldn't see. (laughs) I was like, okay, just tap the side of your pad. That'll be like, you know, one, one, two. But so we start the game. I can remember this plain as day. First batter gets up. He hits a a single to right field. Next batter gets up, pop out to right field. You're the number three batter. You get up. You absolutely hit a two run bomb off, (laughs) two run shot off me. And I was like, all right, okay. Barry Wright's up next. Well, Barry hit one that almost hit me in the head, a line drive, but it still went out straight away center. (laughs) After that, I think Jamie told Tommy on the bench, you got to get him out of there. (laughs) So that's my only career (laughs) pitcher to you. And you hit a bomb off. Yeah. Uh, and you right. told you're sleeping in the ditch story. Yeah, and I got my kudos, Raymond. <laughs> kudos. Woke up in a ditch. <laughs> uh, oh shit! All right. Okay, back to Lolly. Let's go. Yeah, back to Lolly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, T Mac, 2002. Uh, you'd be named to Team Canada for the first time. How special was it? You know, to get that phone call. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I was uh, I was a little late in my career, um, but I like. When I when I reflect on my career, I, I I really feel that I deserved a shot a little earlier on. Um, so, you know, I was I was 32. Um, went to my first international event. Uh, I believe it was the next year, Pan Am in 03. But uh, I mean, it, it was it was fantastic. I mean, uh, it was something that I had wanted 
probably before I got the junior ball. Right. Um, and, and, and one of the reasons that I, you know, worked at it and, uh, you know, tried to, tried to get better and was willing to, to travel, to, to play a, a top end schedule to, to get to, to that level. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it certainly certainly meant a lot. It was, there was a lot of uh, a lot of work that went into it. That's for sure. Right. Now, speaking of two thousand three, the the Pan Am Gold in Dominican Republic, uh, you'd lead the team in RBIs actually in the in the tournament. That must rank up there. You know, as one of your best memories ever. Yeah, you know that was uh, you know just a, a great bunch of guys. I mean, uh, that year uh, the ISC. Uh, conflicted with the uh the pan am so you know there were there were a fair number of guys that didn't go but you know we, we still had you know keith mcintosh uh craig crawford uh uh myself uh, bobby court like we, we had a we had a great team there rob giesbrecht was there and i think one of the things that you know, kind of pushed us over the top is we had a good young pitching staff. I mean, Nick, Nick Underhill was just coming on the scene and, uh, Trevor Easier, uh yeah, yeah. Well, geez, we, uh, we had a huge rain delay. Um, <laughs> I was going to, I was, was going to bring up, I was going to say, was that the one where you guys were eating ice cream on the bus while the U S got the field ready? <laughs> yes. But, but Nick just put on the headphones and, and was just vibrating and it kept coming. Like we were, we're sitting in the bus. And you know, rumors kept coming in that uh, you know we were gonna because we were undefeated, we were gonna get the gold medal. But obviously, you want to play the game. You wanna, yeah. Oh, for sure. You want to do it the right way. And uh, you know, the the funny thing is, we were we were warming up. The TV crews were out, and uh, you know, just a, well, typical warm evening evening in the Dominican Republic is like you couldn't even see rain coming, but. Wow, I've never seen rain like that. It was it was insane. I like I had given up. I said, "There's no way we're playing ball tonight." And then someone said, uh, "You've got to go in and look in the, in the park. The the Americans have these like big, huge sponges, and they're sponging the field." <laughs> <laughs> And they hadn't playable. It was amazing. Like if you weren't a starter with the U.S., I think you were out there uh, with the sponges, and then they would get them soaked, take them over into the grass, and uh, get the water out. And <laughs> That's crazy. Um, but but uh, again, when when I when I look back, uh, just, uh, you know, glad that we got the opportunity to play the game. Uh, we were two fairly evenly matched teams. We played each other uh, three three times, and they were all tight games. So uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a uh, you know, certainly a huge highlight in uh, in my years of ball. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Uh, let's jump to t- 2006. You'd uh, win your first Canadian Senior Men's Championship in Prince George with uh, St. Thomas. How great was it to finally get that one under your belt? Yeah, well, that was uh, you know obviously I've uh, I I can't even tell you how many uh, silvers and bronzes I have. <laughs> a few. <laughs> I, 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 there's only a few there. So you know it was it was great to win. Um, uh, the St. Thomas guys they they, did, they treated me like gold and uh, what a great uh, what a great group and uh, you know a, a real highlight. Uh, Chris Chris Jones who's uh, you know, a good friend uh, you know. One of my all-time favorite teammates, just a you know, unbelievable talent, but uh, just a, a, a great leader. And uh, it was his last hurrah, and that's how we treated the the entire week. And yeah. you know, 
Molly uh, had this song basically that we sang on the bus to the field every time, basically uh, all about uh, uh, Jonesy and how we didn't want him to retire. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just a, yeah, it was just a, a, a great, uh, great run. And, and we had a really good team, um, but uh, uh, Corey Drew was throwing so well. Uh, and uh, we, we, we faced him in the final and uh, I believe it was Dale Levy hit a, a walk-off bomb in extra innings. Uh, it was a shame to see, you know, Corey throw the ball as well as he did in that game because uh, he he was he was tough. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah. He, he had a couple of seasons there where he was just unbelievable. And uh, well, the yeah, follow we, the following year in in St. John's there, when yeah. Vancouver won. He was friggin' dominant. Yeah. Yeah, well, when I was with Newfoundland in that uh, in that game, so you know we we went undefeated, um, and uh, I had I tore my oblique in I think it was a playoff game. Sorry, no, I tore my hamstring. I t- I've torn so many things I can't remember which. One I tore, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean it was a one nothing game, and uh, you, you just wanted at that point. Newfoundland hadn't still hadn't won that, and uh, yeah, you know we we had such a strong team, but uh, and probably the only way that team wasn't winning uh, a national championship that that year was you know Corey Grew having to face Corey Grew because he was just unhittable that season. Yeah, uh, won the ISC, won the Canadians. So you know that that was a tough one, especially there were a lot of hits either either way and uh um yeah that was a that was a tough one to tough tough one to lose for sure yeah we played you guys in that tournament first game yeah, of the tournament that's lost, right we lost, lost one nothing, nothing. Guys. patty slam white threw a gem in that game actually yeah you know, patty could do that every now and then yeah mm-hmm. when he showed up <laughs> <laughs> keep the ball down and uh yeah good things happen yeah yeah now actually before we go to 2010 i want to See if you recall a home run in 2007 that you hit. Uh, well, you have to because we talk about it all the time. I know. Uh, you were playing with us for a bit in Brookfield that year. That's the year we the, the Elks came back and we you know we went to Newfoundland right. and everything. But you played sporadically with us throughout the season there. Do you remember yeah. the, the home run that you hit in Chewy off Steve Thomas in our first game of the season that year? I think so. That, it's still yeah. going, yeah, by I the way. So. It hit the fucking train tracks yeah. like <laughs> two fields away. <laughs> I remember uh, Ryan Eisner uh, was somehow, would he have been coaching? Yeah, he was coaching the junior team. team. Yep. Yeah. I, I remember he went to get the ball and he <laughs> he walked over to the dugout and I was just sitting in the dugout and he sits down beside me. I'm like, what's going on here? And he said, Tim, I have to tell you where I picked this ball. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could not believe it. We still talk about it. You know what's funny is I can remember like as soon as you hit it, Everything went silent. Like, yeah. like it's like everybody just stopped and looked at it. It was going up when it went over the lights. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I, that was yeah, a that fucking was bomb. Uh, that was a bomb. Poor Steve Thomas. <laughs> yeah, I, I know how he feels. I've had a lot hit off me like that. Sure, and you still have more to come, but yeah, more to come. <laughs> more to come. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why I'm still throwing. Because you love it. Yeah, true. Shut up. Fun, man. Fun. Yeah. 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 You know what? I'd still be playing if it didn't hurt so much. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> I started to seize up uh, flying back on uh, from, from some of those trips. And I remember one trip I 
explain to the stewardess, listen, if I sit down, I, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not going to get back up. <laughs> she literally, until we landed, she let me stand in the back area, and I just stood there the entire flight. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Wouldn't be able to do that these days. <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> no. Anyway, 2010. You'd finally win that uh, ISC world title with the Jarvis Travelers. Uh, maybe walk us through a, through that tournament. I mean, that's you know that's yeah. pretty huge to 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 win that ISC tournament. Yeah, it's uh, you know it's all like I, I went to a lot of them, and uh, I don't even know if I it, now the prong rule really leveled the playing rule playing field, and I was on that prong list from the year they. Uh, started it to the year I retired. So it wasn't like you could just go to any team and say, you yeah. know what, I want to win it. And for me, early in my career, um, you know, I had to, like, I played with All Car, uh, played with Tampa Bay Smokers. I, I had the opportunity to, you know, win it. Mm. But I, I, I would go with weaker teams because I wanted to pitch. I, I remember I wanted to stay in Green Bay massively. They were bringing in. Um, three pitchers, and I just said, I, I can't, I can't stay. I want to pitch, and uh, um, you know, early on, I, I probably could have won some ISCs, but uh, just chose to, you know, play with teams that maybe weren't ranked as as high, and uh, and, and continue to pitch, and uh, uh, you know, just I, my game was always being able to pitch on hit. I just wasn't. Uh, you know, I was I was too young just to give us give up uh, yeah. one facet of the game, um, but but uh, got the opportunity uh, with with Doc Simmons and uh, and the Jarvis uh, crew merging um, to to play with a you know with a great team with a with a ton of depth. We had so we had you know good guys on the bench, but uh, I was gonna say you had some pretty big names on that squad. Yes. Yeah, but I'll tell you. <laughs> The uh, I, I think I, yeah I do have a funny story with that uh, uh, and it's funny I I watched it for the first time a, a few months ago I, I I never ever watched it but uh, uh, I think uh, someone was posting uh, some games uh, on, on one of the ISC sites so I I actually watched it and had a chuckle but uh, I hadn't pitched like that season I hadn't picked up a ball and pitched and probably two or three months, but without him full card getting hurt, he, uh, he couldn't pitch the, the, uh, final game. Um, now we had Ethier and Fibs and I mean, they, they were warriors. Yeah. Um, but we, but there was one point where I was playing first base and they, they pulled me out to go down the line and warm up. But I, <laughs> I gave Steve Kuzer this funny look. I was like, warm up. <laughs> down the line, and uh, you know when I when I watched it, uh, I think the commentator was uh, saying that it looked like Tim's working on his mechanics. Well, <laughs> 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 he, he, he was bang on because I hadn't pitched in so long, and, and I forget who it was ran down the line and said, "If the next guy gets on." You're going in, and I was like, "Are you shitting?" <laughs> and uh, can I pitch like, over here? I'm in the ISC final, and I'm gonna lose it. And, uh, oh Jesus! Uh, anyway, uh, you know, Fibsy battled through, and uh, you know, when I when I look back, especially those last couple of innings, you know, 
Sean O'Brien, such a good uh, catcher. Yeah, yeah. But I just, I just feel like he, he got us through. And I, uh, you know, I'll never forget the uh, the seventh. It was a, it was a quick inning, but man, they, they had some good hitters up. I believe Wolfie was up that inning, and uh, uh, they they were in a dangerous part of the order. <laughs> and, uh, and and we just it was just bang bang bang, and, and uh, you know we. We were uh, we were champs. And, you know, when I look at it, probably the year before Doc's team um, was probably the team to beat, and the River Sharks beat them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And probably the year that uh, that we won it, I, uh, I I truly think that they they had they had the best team. But you know, especially uh, you know for that final, not having Adam Folkard in. I'll tell you the other one that was injured was uh, Jeff Ellsworth. Jeff Ellsworth couldn't play that final. Oh yeah. Um, I, I believe he tore his hamstring. So yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, we we were a band aid crew in that final. And we, we we found a way, and you know uh, Nick Shales and uh, Brad Bone in the middle of your order, you're you're you're, <laughs> you're going to be solid. And, oh fuck. <laughs> They each hit a home run, and I think they went back to back in the in that final. Yeah, uh, Shales, Shales would get MVP of the tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a bad was, uh, yeah, he's he's not bad. I I can remember uh, watching him when he was just starting out in that Wisconsin league, and it just seemed like he never got out. Yeah, <laughs> he was spraying balls all over the field, and you're like, "Who's this guy?" Like all I've seen him do all weekend is run around the base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he was just a kid starting out. And, yeah. yeah. Not, not a bad career. He's not bad at all. It's a great guy too. <laughs> now, oh, super guy. Did you did you know going into that that one that it was going to be your last one? Oh, I remember standing and talking to a few guys. Uh, and, you know, just uh, you know that that was it. I, I I don't think that was the plan, but mm-hmm. throughout that season, I just uh, I, I had some injuries, and you know, I just. Uh, you know, work was getting a lot busier for me, and uh, I just I just knew I couldn't be good enough really for that level anymore. I I, I was forty, and uh, yeah, I just I just uh, felt like it was the it was the right time. But yeah, going into the tournament, uh, you know, I I'd, I'd probably still be playing trying to to, to win a cha- championship. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean for me. That tournament was the Super Bowl. I mean, that was the one where you were playing against all the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was, you know, having a chance to play in that when you're young and you know, just, you know, I, I had a burning passion to win that tournament. And uh, yeah. uh, certainly when it, when it finally happened, I was, I, 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 I gladly tapped out. Right on. Yeah. It's, now, great, it's great to set goals for yourself like that. I, I love oh, that. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, those are great stories. Now, the following year, you, you'd be inducted in the Softball Canada Hall of Fame. How special was it to get that call? Yeah, yeah, no, that was pretty cool. It was happening here in uh, Halifax, which uh, you know meant uh, a lot of my family could go. So yeah, it was uh, it was uh, a great, great evening. Uh, Softball Canada put on a great show, and uh, yeah, no, it was uh, got to go in with Kingo and Tommy Doucette, who. Yeah. Uh, Pretty special. Well, you know, a long time teammate in King Young and, uh, yeah. you know, the coach, uh, coachy. Yeah. Were you surprised it was so quick? <laughs> um, uh, soon after my career, you mean? 
Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. I, 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 well, you were I, fucking forty though. So. <laughs> but I mean, you yeah, like, I was, I, but I mean, you, I I was looking through. I mean, Peaches got inducted the year after you, and I think he was done for for a few a years, years at that yeah, point. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, you you were just got done an ISE the year before, and and to be inducted, yeah, you're right. That's 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 yeah, no, you know, pretty cool. Absolutely, yeah, no, I absolutely went uh, went in early. I, I think probably when they when they move these around, they they look at uh, you know locals that. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and, uh, right. Um, you know, with with Kingo uh, and I being from this area, yeah, I think, uh, we probably. Leapfrog some guys on the list. Mm. Yeah, that's fine. I don't know how they do it in Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You might not get inducted until you're two hundred. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really. Ontario, there's so many, so many guys. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, probably a bit fortunate to be from Nova Scotia on that one. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Actually, that's a good uh, that's a good segue into the to the end here. Uh, player association that we do. Uh, I'm going to throw it a name to you. And uh, you can say as much or as little about them as you want. <laughs> there we go. You mentioned them, Todd King. Oh wow, the uh, Kingo just uh, what a fireball! I mean, I got to play with him when we were we were kids uh, through Canada games, uh, junior a little bit and senior, and uh, yeah, great great teammate. He's uh, played played with a ton of passion and. Uh, you know, I remember going to a national team camp early on, and the weather here was just gross. And Kingo and I were calling back and forth to try to get on the field, and we literally we didn't get on the field. The weather was so awful that spring, so we we ended up going up. And uh, I said to Todd, like, "Teeth, we haven't had too many reps. Hopefully, we can get some batting practice or whatever." Todd went up, and basically, if he had twenty at bats. He sack bunted twenty times and was probably five hundred. Like they were sitting <laughs> on top of him. All he was doing is just okay. I'll square around. I'll uh, put down a sack bunt. I'll beat it out. And yeah. he was probably ten for twenty. Like he, you know, it's a little different for me. I had to actually uh, figure out my swing and mechanics. But uh, yeah, he literally went up. knew, knew he wasn't uh, you know going to get any hits uh, swinging. So he <laughs> he uh, just. Kept and ran. And, uh, he just yeah, kept running. Just <laughs> it was, you know, when he hit a ball in a gap, it, it was freakish to watch him. Oh, I know. It was, it was, so it was crazy. Yeah. It was a little bit like, uh, you know, I, I guess the only one I've ever seen like that was Billy Boyer. Billy Boyer was like that too, just uh, so fast and the long strides. And it seems like there, there were like three strides in her uh, at yeah. third base. Yeah. Yeah. So fast. Yeah. I can, I, can remember playing this day, you know, Kinger doing the, the, the slap to the, to the gap and just, well, I played short and they're always right by me. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, and even if you feel the clean, you didn't get them at first. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and let's face it, uh, Kingo didn't have the prettiest swing. He needed no, to slap. That's right. That, yeah. that saved his career and, uh, and, <laughs> and good, good for him. Yeah. He's a great, great player and, uh, you know, great teammate. Absolutely. Sure. Uh, next on the list is, uh, Gerald Musler. Oh, Musy. Uh, the first time I met Musy, uh, 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 Tommy had called me, Tommy Doucette, to come out and uh, work with some pictures uh, with his Canada Games team. And I watched this big, tall, perfect frame pitcher not using his legs and dragging his toe. And, like, you, you've got to figure out... Uh, You've got to figure out uh, how to push off the mound. And, uh, 
wow. Once he once he figured that out, he certainly uh, you know he turns into one of the best. Uh, yeah. I believe he still holds the the consecutive uh, win uh, record for the uh, for the ISC. But uh, yeah, he and and you know I I think for for Musi. He got himself in a great situation as far as Doc Simmons and Broken Bow and just the, yeah. the core of that team. Um, just a, a great, a great spot for a young, you know, up and coming guy like him. And yeah. uh, you know, that, that that was a great fit uh, on both sides of the player and the team. Yeah. yeah, for sure, man. He like we had him on here for for a podcast, and he was just he was a beauty to talk to. Yeah, and oh yeah, super guy. And I, I don't know, I, I can I can still remember up in uh, uh, what was that tournament? Uh, oh, the Perth shootout. Uh, it it had to be like thirty six degrees. It was hot, and you know I'm playing first base, and you know it just. It's just hot, and I'm looking at Musi. He's got a long sleeve, heavy undershirt on, <laughs> <laughs> and he's throwing donuts at noon. And I'm thinking, how are you doing? That? Like, take that big sweatshirt or whatever you have as an undershirt off. Like, yeah. but he always wore those undershirts. And, uh, yeah. uh, but but just an amazing uh, talent, and, and and really for Musi, I, I just think a, an amazing athlete. Yeah, you know, obviously sure. a basketball player too. Just uh, an athlete that. Uh, uh, you know, probably early on, uh, his mechanics weren't right as far as pitching. But uh, once he figured that out, uh, he was he was as tough as they come. That's yeah. right. Amazing career. Uh, next on the list, we talked to him, talked about him a little bit down here. Is uh, Coach Tommy Doucette. Oh wow! Just uh, you know that uh, he he just means so much to me. Just uh, you know, not only as a coach, as a as a person. Uh, you know, as a a sad day when we lost uh, lost Tommy. We lost uh, absolutely. You know, not only a great great coach, but just a, a great person that uh, you know he dedicated his life just to make you know making kids better people. And, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, he certainly uh, you know he certainly had a huge impact on my life. And uh, I know a lot of others. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, I know firsthand he he definitely had an impact on my life because uh, you know yeah. he was he was fantastic. I can I got to tell you a story about impact that Tommy Dusetta had on my life. I never had as him a coach, but he coached the uh, Muscadabit High School basketball team. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So his house was very close to where the school was. So we were playing in a tournament over there, and he invites us our team to his house for lunch between games. They're not playing. We're not playing because Tommy was a great guy. Yeah. So our coach, Mike says, yeah. okay, we'll come over and we'll have lunch at your place. Well, Tommy fed us all, I don't know, six, seven hot dogs each. And then we had to go play his team. <laughs> Tommy was a smart man. <laughs> not one of us could fucking run up and down the floor. Cause what are you doing eating six hot dogs? First of all, <laughs> Tommy told yeah. the rest Tommy of his was guys, a smart man. He's, he's like, do not eat any of these. Hot dogs. Nope. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. No, no, how many, you know, Framer, you played for him, but how many times did you hear situation softball? Oh, so many times. I always wondered with the uh, basketball players that he coached if he always said situation basketball, which was probably a lot easier for yes. Tommy to say. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's so true. God love him. Oh, my God. God I, I said it on here before. Uh, Paul Purcell from Anaganesh. Pudge. Pudge. He could do Tommy. the perfect in, impersonation of Tommy to a T, and it was amazing. Oh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> last on the list, uh, guy you're pretty familiar with, uh, Kevin Harvey. Oh, Harv. 
Um, we've met friends, I think, since we, we we probably ran into each other the first time, probably at five years old, maybe, uh, probably before that, uh, <laughs> just chasing our dads around the ball field. But, uh, you know, typical, you know, rural Nova Scotia, again, uh, yeah. you know, relationship where you grow up, you played hockey together every year, you played ball together every year, we played soccer together. Um, just an amazing athlete. Wow. Like this, it, it was one of these guys that just everything, anything he picked up sports, uh, when it came to sports, he was really good at obviously an amazing hockey player. Yeah. Um, but even in ball, just to see, you know, he, he wasn't always the most committed to preparation. And, uh, but, you know, I, I still remember, uh, with Green Bay all first first year playing away and uh we're playing Decatur and Kevin didn't know anyone so I think it was I think Chubb Chubb Tangaroa started. Kevin hits the first pitch of the game about four hundred feet and <laughs> he comes in. I don't think he got out that that game and uh uh Terry Weed who was the national team short, uh, shortstop yeah. at the time comes over to me after the game. And he says, uh, wow, that Harvey kid, I think he's going to take my spot on the, uh, <laughs> He must have been six for four that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But it, it was athleticism. Like I said, I mean, you know, it didn't matter who was on the mound, and chances are Kevin didn't know who it was. Anyway, but he's yeah. so athletic that he could adjust, and yeah. uh, you know, he, he he's from that uh, school where you just swing right in case you hit it. <laughs> yeah, man, I can remember throwing throwing against Harv, you know, in his in his late stages of his career, and man, he was still, yeah, still just guess. on top, of flat it. out hit. I guess, yeah. Did no, did, did yeah. you guys go to New Zealand together? Australia. Oh uh, yeah, Australia. Yeah. Down under. No, it actually was Nelson New Zealand. Oh, it was New Zealand. Okay. Went over. Well, yeah. yeah uh, Kevin and I went over, and then Dwayne came over a little later in the season. and ended up on another team. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we were over there. Uh, geez, I want to say, uh, I think we were, we were probably eight, 18, 19 years old. Yeah. Well, probably 19. Oh, wow. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, it was a great experience. It's, it's beautiful down there, especially Nelson, uh, the north uh, tip of the South Island. Just, uh, oh, it's uh, just the scenery and the water. It's, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful country. Yeah, it was, uh, ton of fun, and, and the ball was uh, the ball was great. Um, it was, uh, uh, and you got to see a lot of rugby. Holy. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it's a ton of fun down there. We uh, and cool. you know, uh, Kevin and I, we we made the most of it. Oh, no doubt. I bet you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. Anyway, T Mac, got to uh, thank you for coming on, man. This is uh, you know you big part of uh, softball in in the province, and you know it was it was great to have you on here to talk about your career. Well, no, thanks for having me, guys. And uh, you know, uh, like I said, got to listen to a few podcasts now and you guys are doing a fantastic job and I did you know everything you guys are doing out with me stands trying to grow the game uh, man I just uh, wish you uh, continued success and uh, all the best thanks Mac alright buddy good talking to you and good seeing you sometime hopefully soon maybe <laughs> maybe yeah, you can show up for a Thursday night game <laughs> uh, yeah I'm really hoping that you guys get to play some more ball this yeah summer. me too so, uh, me too maybe even travel right yeah on. for sure 
All right, pal. We'll uh, we'll be talking. Hopefully, hopefully we'll uh, see you at the field sometime over the summer. All right, guys. Take care. All take right, care, see, you, see you, buddy. Bye. All right. Yeah. Great episode. So good. Yeah. I love uh, it's funny local guys too. Mm. You don't realize until you get to talk to them. Yeah. Like we're talking about him, and then we're talking about Kingo, and then we're talking about Musi. Uh-huh. Well, they're all local guys. Kevin Harvey, Harv, yeah, yeah, the whole group. Yeah. Anyway, Timmy's a good guy. Timmy, uh, I wish he had of. I don't know. It would have been nice if he could have played with us. Yeah, it's it would have been, been fun. Yeah, yeah, especially you know uh, that 2007 year. Yeah, I, I'm thinking of because I mean there was a lot of guys that you know could have used the influence of, of somebody of like like T Mac to yeah a lot of our younger guys yeah no question but, but I mean, any, anyway it's here nor there oh yeah but uh, yeah, would have been it's, nice it's, to beat their ass but different. we didn't <laughs> yeah came close yeah we did yeah no yeah. Mac's a good guy um, yeah yeah it'd be nice to see I wish there was still ball in his area now because mm. it'd be nice to see him grabbing the reins on something yeah. minor ball wise and they have two fantastic fields there in sure North do. River Jesus sure do I don't know what's going on but anyway that's fine yeah that's fine. We didn't bring up the uh, <laughs> the time uh, we were playing against Timmy. <laughs> it, it, I was with the East Hans Mastodons, the old Mastodons, mm. against the Keys, and uh, oh, right. Timmy's old man was chirping Ryan from up by the pop machine, <laughs> the canteen, and Ryan uh, stepped off the mountain through the ball at the pop machine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I didn't I didn't bring that up. It's, it's <laughs> some other subject. Uh, <laughs> that would have been funny, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sure Timmy remembers that. Well, I'm sure he does, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to kill us. Oh, shit. Anyway, oh, you know what? That's oh. I didn't, we didn't talk about what was been cool was the time I bunted in Summerside. <laughs> and Timmy fucking yelled at me like crazy. Remember when I told you? Pibby gave oh, me Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. We were up 8-1 or something. Yes, that's right, too. <laughs> yeah. I, I just remember something. Numbers. Yeah. We didn't do quick pitches. You dumbass. <sighs> it's not we didn't do quick pitches. I know. You didn't do quick pitches. I'm an idiot. I forgot to do quick pitches. All right. Well, you have I to apologize do- to all of our listeners that- like quick pitches. I don't, I don't know. I don't get, if you like quick pitches, give us some feedback. Cause I don't know if you do or not, but yeah. uh, shit, I forgot. Well, make sure you prepare one for the next one. Well, uh, I'll do it. I got uh, Joey lie coming up oh, off nice. the Canadian Olympic team. Good, good, good. So, um, we'll, we'll do quick pitches with her. And absolutely. Uh, anyway, let's, uh, another week in the books. Yeah. Spring is closer. Well, spring, spring is here, but warmer weather is closer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully we get on the ball field Absolutely. sooner rather than later and yeah. uh, get the season underway. I did hear that, uh, baseball Canada canceled all their nationals. Yes. Yeah. So writing looks like it might be on the wall. I believe so. Anyway, fingers crossed. Everybody stay safe. All right. Take care. Ryan. See you. Hobie. Bye-bye. Classified. <laughs> Taking time off from the act and I gotta relax. I need a new beat. Yo, for stroll, I got a few treats. You been up in the city long? Nah. Only two weeks. Cool. Well, sorry about the weather. It's been raining all week. I hope it gets a little better. Either way, class, listen. I got an ill vision by the song I'm working on. You think you got the right rhythm? Man, come on. You know I got some shit that'll break your neck. I used up what I want, but you can take what's left. Don't give me bullshit, dog. You know I blaze the set. You know you got something safe for West. I got an ill concept. Hip hop. How I paid a real long distance. What? 1987. I've been repping in the ciphers in the sessions and I'll still be getting stressed on the block. You know it's hard to be hip hop. And ain't nobody staying real. But don't pay bills when you showcase skill. Ain't nobody living off of doing windmills. A painting train rails, that's real. It's hard to be hip hop.
boxing wheel Cause I don't pack steel to my tracks appeal And to the mass appeal, watch a fast say fail Yeah, I'm hip-hop son until my casket's sealed It's hard in the culture when the fans are fickle To understand my issue, yo man will diss you One minute you're whack and then your jam's yeah. official And then they switch again Your bottles of cancer hit you First they loved LL And then they hated him And then they loved him again And they degraded him So lately, basically, I don't know if I can play to win Survival of the fittest, let me see what type of shape yo, I'm in Yo, when I was younger, like 19 I could spend all day writing rhyme schemes Spitting freestyle and cypher in the streets But now I got responsibilities Yo, it's hard to be hip-hop